Good morning, everyone. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas whether you're joining us online or whether you're here visiting for the first time. I can't rhyme the rest of it. Uh, it is lovely to have you here. I'm Edward Millet, I'm Minister here, and I am so sorry that I forgot to bring my Christmas jumper. That's very, very sad, but there are some crackers here. I feel like I want to make Nigel stand up, but we probably better not do that. It's great. Lindsay, lovely Christmas jumper. There's some really good sparkly ones down the front. It's lovely that you're here for our all-age Christmas uh, service. So who knows what will happen here. There's going to be noise and games and a little bit of chaos uh, because you should never work with children or animals if you want things to go smoothly. Uh, there will also be, during the course of this service, some call and response. Can anyone remember any of these? Shall I su I'll chuck one out. Are you ready? Not quite, Naomi. You'll have to teach me that one. I don't know that one. They go like this. Okay, first of all, who's that snoring? Yes, we're really getting one, two, three, four, five. Excellent. And my, I really like this one because it's so ridiculously irrelevant. Bats love caves and Jesus saves. And the last one, land or sea. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Well done for tolerating that if you're a teenager. Um, if you've got any more, if you've got some suggestions for me, do bring me some other ones. Uh, but I'm going to chuck some of those in occasionally, so you've got to be on the, on the, on the, um, on the awareness, on the ball, whatever you're supposed to be, on guard. Uh, we do, first of all, before we start as well, have to get out of the way, birthdays. Who in the last month of November has had a birthday? You have to put your hand up, I'm afraid. Martin, it was your birthday. This is just one of these moments where I get publicly shamed as the minister for missing the birthdays. Isn't it? Your birthday too, so how old are you? 23. Gosh, that really does make me feel a little bit old. And Jill, is it your birthday? How old? No, don't answer that question. Uh, so, um, uh, guys, let me thank God for you. For 23 years for an, a, a nondescript number of years. Isn't God good that he hasn't yet come again to take us all home, that he's given us another year of serving him uh, and praising his name? So let's pray uh, with thanksgiving for that. Lord God, we praise you uh, for birthdays and that that's just a sign, Lord, that you have kept us going for another year. Every breath we take, Lord, is because you give it to us. And so we praise you and thank you and honour you. And pray, Lord, that... These three people here celebrating their birthday last month would use every breath that you give them to glorify you and know life to the full in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, we're going to pray together for our service. And there might be a prayer there. Okay, so if you can read nice and loud, let's pray together. Dear Father God, thank you for the many good things you give to us. Please help us all today to celebrate and understand more about your kindness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we're, just, we're saying that because these all-age services are thank God for something. And today we are thanking God for Easter. No? Thanking God for Christmas. Christmas. All right, we're thanking God for Christmas today. So, start a question. Uh, discuss with people next to you. What is your best thing about Christmas? 
and you really are allowed to say anything that is repeatable in a church family. So what's your favorite? Good discussion happening here. Very good. Discussions happening here. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? People, come on in. There's some more chairs over here. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? have got something by now so hands up what your favorite shh, just settle down what's your favorite thing about Christmas hands up what's your favorite thing about Christmas oh you got some hands over here favorite thing about is that one presents oh presents excellent did you get a good one last year that you can remember no. See, there you go. Totally worthwhile, parents, getting paid. Okay, here's someone over here. What's your favourite thing about Christmas? Celebrating God. Oh. Has anyone got the halo, the polished halo? That is a brilliant answer. Well done, celebrating God. That's a great one. You know, it doesn't have to be that. What's your favourite thing about Christmas? My own children. Hold your breath. The soldiers. Ah, oh, the soldiers. You probably need a little bit of explanation about that. What are the soldiers? I can't remember. Okay, so just say we're about the toy soldiers that we distribute all over the place to decorate it and make it look like a crazy Christmas toy shop. What is your favourite thing, Hugh? Food, family, and presents. Food, family, and presents. That is a good one. Has anyone else got anything else? Over here in the corner, you guys. What's your favourite thing about Christmas? Pigs and blankets. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I think there might be a national shortage actually coming up, isn't there? Putting up decorations. Yes, putting up decorations. Hands up if you put some decorations up in the last week. You have, have you got one? Have you got a favourite thing about Christmas? Go on. Cake. Oh, cake. Is it, is, that, do you, is it Christmas cake or sponge cake? Christmas cake. Yeah, Christmas cake is a good one, isn't it? Have you got one as well? Christmas trees. Christmas trees. Uh, what brilliant things there are about Christmas, aren't there? And today, we're going to think about the God who's given us all of those things. What was it? Presents, family, friends, soldiers, toys, Christmas cake, decorations, trees. And we're going to think about how he has also given us the most marvellous gift in Jesus. And so we're going to celebrate God as well. Should we pray and thank God for some of those things? So tickle the ears next to you. Tickle your own nose with one hand. Tickle your knees. Tickle the fingers, put your hands together. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for Christmas trees, Christmas decorations, presents, toy soldiers, uh, family, friends, all the amazing things that we enjoy at Christmas. And we thank you that we get to celebrate you too. Help us to do that today. Amen. Amen. We're going to start by celebrating Christmas with thanking God for Christmas with a song. Angels, with well, two songs in a row, Angels from the Realms of Glory, and then the next one is Jesus is the King with Actions. I'm going to try and do that. So let's stand and sing. Gosh, that clapping business is very difficult. Some of you have got very good rhythm, but not me. Now, hands up. Hands up if you are or have been doing a nativity at school. Have you done one? Have you done it already? My daughter's done one already. Has, have you not doing an activity? No one else? Really? Do you know what? It suddenly occurs to me as I look at the sea of adult blank faces that we should do an adult nativity. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so why do we do nativities every year? No one knows. Or maybe they do. Did you know what nativity means? It, do you know what it means? It means Jesus is born. That's a great answer. The word nativity just means the celebration of someone's birth. So it's all about Jesus being born and him coming and celebrating him coming. So here is a little video, hopefully. Lord God, please help the tech to work. Here is a video uh, that is a bit of the nativity, just in case we haven't seen one for a long time. The Christmas promise. A long, long time ago, so long that it's hard to imagine. God promised a new king. He wasn't any ordinary king, like the ones we see on TV or in books. He would be different. He would be a new king, a rescuing king, a forever king. And do you know what? One precious night, God kept his Christmas promise. Would you like to know how he did it? The Christmas story starts with an angel. Whoosh! He came from God to see Mary. The angel had a special message. Mary, you're going to have a baby. He will be a special baby. God promises that your baby is going to be king. Not for a little time, but forever and ever. He will be the forever king. Mary was going to marry Joseph, so God sent another angel. Whoosh! He came to see Joseph. The angel had a special message. Mary is going to have a very special baby, the angel said to Joseph. Her baby is going to be king and will rescue his people. He will be a rescuing king. God had promised that his new king would be born in a little city called Bethlehem and that's where Mary and Joseph went. But Bethlehem was very busy with lots and lots and lots of people. So when the baby was born, he had to sleep in a manger instead of a bed. All the other mangers in Bethlehem held food for hungry animals to munch. But this manger held a tiny baby. He was God's special new king. The shepherds in the fields had such a surprise. It was quiet and dark and the sheep were snoozing when whoosh, an angel popped into the sky. Now the sky was bright and the shepherds were so, so scared. But the angel had a special message for them. Don't be afraid. I have wonderful good news for you, the angel said. God's chosen king has been born tonight. He is going to rescue his people, just as God promised. He will be the rescuing king. Then lots and lots of other excited angels joined in to celebrate. The shepherds were really excited. They went rushing to see the new king. And there he was, lying in a manger just as the angel said. But they weren't the only ones who had heard the good news about the promised new king. Some wise men living far, far away had also been sent a message. It was quiet and dark, and they were watching the stars when, whoosh, 
a new star popped into the sky. The star had a special message. The wise men knew what it meant. A very special king had been born, the king for all God's people. This child was the promised new king. The wise men were so excited, so they went on a long journey to see the new king. And there he was, just as the star had shown them. Everything God promised came true. There were lots and lots of different kings in the world, but God sent the greatest king of all. He sent a new king, a rescuing king, a forever king. And do you know what this king's name is? His name is Jesus. So, did you get in the video what God <laughs> promised a long time ago and what is arriving in Jesus? Did you hear it? Oh, yeah, that's it. You're getting rescuing him. But just in case we're not sure, we're going to have a look at the Bible now and just see whether what they were saying was true. Is there a rescuing king coming? So we're going to do a little Bible reading and you guys are going to have to join in at one point. So you've got to be on the ball. It's Luke 2. It'll come up on the screen. Uh, and it starts a little bit like this. Oh, we should always pray before we read the Bible. So, who's that snoring? Pretty good. Let's uh, tickle your toes. Uh, up in the air. Back down again. Up in the air. Back down again. And in the middle. Dear Jesus, we thank you for your word and pray you'd help us to listen now and find out what you are promising to give us in Christmas. Amen. Okay, it starts like this. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Oh, look at these lovely flocks. Uh, sorry, did you say something? Arr. Ah, right. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> uh, and then the, the, the Bible continues. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. Ta-da! And the glory of the Lord shone around them. Could you do a bit more glory shining around? Thank you. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. <laughs> I can't remember the sunglasses being in that bit. Okay. But the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Fantastic. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host, that's you, appeared with the angel praising God and saying together, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go into Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about. Amen. Well done. Round of applause for our actors. 
Very good. Bats love caves. Very good down the front here. Excellent. So we've got our first question, which is, what is coming from God? And who is it coming to? So can we have our angel and our shepherd back on? Sorry, angel and shepherd. So did you notice who the angels came to or who the characters were? First of all, we had on the one hand, over here, please, angel. On the one hand, we had perfect and important angels coming from God with a presence. Can you act perfect and important? Perfect and important? No, great, that's brilliant. <laughs> but also, there was very perfect and important angels came. And who did they come to? They came to the shepherds. Imperfect, everyday, pretty ordinary shepherds receiving this gift from God. And do you remember how they started out? How did they feel to start with? Hands up if you can remember. Scared. Can we do scared? Yeah, that's very good. And then at the end, how were they feeling at the end? Anyone? That's it. They were, doing, they were being happy. Throw sheep around. Hooray. Great. So did God just get the wrong address for this present, do you think? Sending his angels to ordinary shepherds? Well, the Bible says what the angels said to them was... This is good news for all the people, not just some, but for everyone. A saviour, a rescuing king, has been born to you for all the people. It doesn't matter whether you're a shepherd or a king, whether you're a child or whether you're a bit more old. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or whether you're poor, whether you're good or whether you're bad, whether you're a football fan or not, or whether you eat your Brussels sprouts or you hide them down your trousers. It doesn't matter. This gift is for everyone. Guys, thank you so much. What do you help? And that gift is a person, Jesus. And he comes to us. Or how does he come? As a baby. To show not only how strong he is, but how kind he is. So we're going to sing about that now. Let's stand and sing Jesus, strong and kind, before we answer our next question. over your eyes and we're going to sit very still I want you to imagine there's Jesus in the manger and he's just a baby can you see that if you are lost or if you are feeling weak or if you're feeling thirsty there is nothing that should stop you from running to Jesus what a lovely gift we thank you and we praise you God Amen, Amen. oh good you're all still here sit down so, we've got to answer our question a little bit more. What's God doing sending Jesus, and why is he such good news? God's son is here, this rescuing king called a Messiah. He is the Lord on earth. He is God who made everything, and he's arrived in a little manger, and that is God's present to us. Can you imagine trying to buy that present you, maybe you might go to Harrods and you might go in and you say, excuse me, I'd like to buy a present for my, uh, for my dad. I'd like you, please. Have you got the Son of God anywhere on the shelf? Anywhere? Um, I just want the creator of the universe. Have you got, is that there anywhere? No? The person who's going to come and he's going to rescue everyone. Have you got one of those? Maybe half price? What would they say? 
They'd say no, because only one person can give that gift. And it is too precious anywhere, anywhere in the world to find other than by God giving us the gift of Jesus. And not only is he precious, he's good news as well. And here's why. He is good news because he is what he does. He's a rescuing king. Should we have a bit of that Bible back up? And we should see here, Jesus is God's gift to us, who rescues us. So can you see what it says? The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Should we read this next bit together? Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Messiah means king, God's chosen king. And he's a saviour. That means he's a rescuer. But the question is, is what is he rescuing us from? Sometimes you can tell what someone's rescuing you from by what they're wearing. So here's a picture, maybe. Ah, what is this person rescuing you from? Sam, you might like this person. What is this person rescuing you from? Hands up if you know what he might rescue you from. Toby. Actually, no, I, I, it is a difficult question because in your defence, Fireman Sam does rescue a lot of people from a lot of things. But mainly, what is his job? Fire. Yes. If you're wearing fireman's clothes, you're probably rescuing someone from fire. How about this person? If you're wearing an AA uniform, what might you be rescuing your family from by the side of the road, Hugh? You don't know because you've never had this happen, have you? Because your dad always fixes the car just by opening the bonnet and looking at it. Yeah, that's fixed. <laughs> a, a breakdown, isn't it? A breakdown. A breakdown. A breakdown. Let's go with a breakdown, shall we? So if someone's wearing an AA uniform, they're stopping you from a breakdown. Okay, let's try this next one that may be even more familiar. Here is an Amazon delivery driver wearing Amazon. What are they rescuing you from? Any ideas? Well, it might be that you, <laughs> it might be that you have forgotten to buy your family Christmas presents, in which case Amazon is going to rescue you from the wrath of your family, aren't they? But what have we got with Jesus? When we see Jesus, he is just perfect. He's a perfect little baby. He's a perfect human being. He's clothed with God's perfection in life and in death. He is absolutely the only person who never does anything wrong against God in his life. He never says, shove off God, I'm in control, no to your rules. He gets it right all the time. He is clothed in perfection. And that means he's saving us from us not being perfect. Because we say shove off to God all the time, don't we? That's why he is our rescuing king. Now, that's a bit difficult to understand, so I thought we could play a game to help us understand it. Who here would like to build a snowman? Okay, it's just you guys then. You don't get to play. So, uh, please, may I have... Uh, I think we'll go for Toby and for Hugh. Guys, will you come out here? Okay, so, uh, Toby, you're going to go in this here. Um, can you... Uh, that's it, arms up. Uh, and arms through the hole. Okay, there we go. Now turn around and face those guys. That's it. Uh, Hugh, you're going to get in this one. So arms up. That's it, in there. All right. 
Wait, that's it. All right, put that in there. Okay, right. Have you got that arm through there? You'll need to have... You got that? Okay, so snow, what else do snowmen have on their heads? Sometimes they have hats, don't they? So you better give them a nice hat each. There we go. The one for you there. One for you. Don't break that one. That was my one. And sometimes they have a scarf as well, don't they? Do you want a little scarf? Okay. Uh, but I feel like our snowmen are missing one important ingredient. What do you think it is? It's snow, isn't it? Okay, well, please may I have all the girls over this side and all the boys we've got over this side. You might need a help. So, girls, you come over here. Right, so, you stand over there on that line in the corner behind Eloise. Boys, you stand over here. We need some more boys. Right, come on. Teenage, teenage boys, you guys will have to come and help out here because otherwise the boys will help. John, you're over here. You help over here. Well, let's not do girls and boys. Lucy, you can come and help on this one. Okay, so the first thing we're going to need is, yes, good man. We're going to need lots of snow on the ground. Now, listen, you're not allowed to touch it yet. You can just look at it. Okay, here we go. Here comes the snow. All right, hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. And you guys also get some snow. But there's something just a little bit wrong with your snow. It's slightly yellow. <laughs> Never play with yellow snow, except when you're doing a talk like this. Okay, now what you've got to do, that's it, stamp it out a bit, is you need to build your snowman. Are you ready, steady, go? Stick him on, stick him on. That's it. Wherever you and stand back. Everyone back to your places, quick. You've got three seconds to get back to your place. Three, two. What? Boys, there we are. Okay. Well done, Sam. Good job. Now, here we go. This will help us explain what it is that, that Jesus is rescuing us from. He comes and he is all perfect. There is no yellow in his snow. But we are like this snowman over here. It's lots of good stuff, but actually there is a bit of yellow in our snow, isn't it? Sometimes we do do things wrong, and that means we are not perfect. But Jesus is perfect. And do you know what he comes to do? I'm going to take these off. So we're still about. He comes to rescue us by, and there's nothing you can do about it, is there, when you're in your snowman? He comes to rescue us. So he takes off his one. And he does a swap. There you go, Teddy. Pop that one on. Pop that one on there. On there. Can you get an arm in the hole? And the head through that. There. And then Jesus dies on the cross with all our slightly imperfect, not-so-good stuff. And we get all of Jesus' perfect life. Which means, when God looks at us, Hugh, just sit still, man. When Jesus looks at us, he sees perfection, even though we are not perfect. Oh, honestly, you lot. Okay, so you see, isn't that amazing? What a great rescuing king. He's the king, but he still comes to swap with us so that we can be perfect, and he dies on the cross with our imperfect yellow snow. <gasps> No, we can't roll in it. No, no, in a minute we can. All right, you guys, round of applause for our volunteers. Well done, team. Yay! Sit down.
Okay. Nice done. So he, the good news at Christmas is that we've got the most amazing present. We have got a rescuing king who comes to swap his whole life with us so that we could be perfect and escape all the judgment and punishment we deserve. Now, here's what that means for us. It's a joy to meditate on and think about. Do not be afraid uh, and abandoning... Oh, do not be like the shepherds in our story, who when they hear about this, they are not afraid, do they? They end up being full of joy. And what do they do? They just abandon their flock and they run off to go and find Jesus. And that's what we can be like. Don't be distracted by the difficulties, by the thirst, by the weakness, by the need from thinking about how we've been rescued by this amazing rescuing king. Choose to focus on Jesus and enjoy it just like the shepherds do. But here's another thing the shepherds do. It's a joy to share with church family. What do the shepherds do? They get together and they go, wow, this was amazing. Let's go and see this amazing thing. And they go and do that together. And we can be like the shepherds. We can help one another and encourage one another to see this joy, whether we're feeling weak or lonely or lost, or whether we're really excited about Brussels sprouts or whatever it is, we can share that joy with one another. The shepherds don't go off on their own, do they? They, they actually they get together. And we can do that by opening up our homes to one another. Or if you're, if you're, if you're longing for that to happen, don't wait for others to do that. Just do something yourself. Get people together who know Jesus and love sharing this good news. But also, the shepherds do something else. In verse 17, they run around the town like headless chickens, going, hooray, good news of great joy, God's rescuing king is here. And so this is a joy that we can give to other people. We get to gift this amazing gift. We get to re-gift the gift. And God loves it when we do that, rather than thinks it's a bit cheap. It's good to invite and to pass out flyers but even more, the privilege is to join with all the heavenly host, all those angels singing, and say to people who are afraid and people who are worried and people who are lost, to say, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy, which is for you. You have a rescuing king, and he is Messiah, Jesus the Lord. We can just say that to people, can't we? And that might be a joy that you want to receive for the first time today. What's exciting about this swap is that it has to happen by Jesus dying on the cross. What kind of God would come and give us a rescuing king who would die on the cross to swap places with us? And that's what we're going to sing about now. So let's stand up and sing what sort of God goes to the cross. And then we're going to pray.